0: The last track but i feel like the the i feel like the first half of the album's better than the second half whoa well we'll
1: get into that are we yeah, recording did we already like i mean,
0: I started it yeah so i
1: mean that cold open could have happened a couple minutes ago already <laughs> yeah well
0: cool. we could have me, me, me saying stuff and you whoa 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 relax could be the could be the cold open and now me explaining it that'll be fun too <laughs> so uh hi josh i'm danny happy uh almost your birthday i know two more
1: days but when people hear this it might be on my birthday
0: (laughs) no this will be released before your birthday
1: i promise i'm not too worried i mean it's tuesday yeah um so yeah i'm danny and uh so i'm going over your notes right now where can you find us where can you find this podcast josh (laughs)
0: Well, yeah, I'm Josh, and uh, you can find this podcast on Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts. So uh, follow us or subscribe, whatever the verbiage is, on whatever platform you want to use. And if that platform allows for ratings and reviews, please do so. Let us know what you think, you know, and you can give us some feedback that way, or you can give us some feedback by tweeting at us at uh, at B underscore Side pod, yeah. You know what that's I what
1: think, it is? I think it's a great time to do all this. Is it's a motto of mine. When you wake up, you rate, review, and you take your poo.
0: There like you go. Are you going. Yeah, I don't you care. If you rate, do it review, on the toilet. Do it wherever you want to do it. <laughs> yeah, totally. So yeah, you can tweet us there. You can slide into those DMs. Let us know. You know, if there's a, if you have an idea for an album you want to hear our deep dive takes on, please tweet it at us. Send it. Send us a DM on it. Instagram or Twitter at B underscore sidepod. I know I already said it, but I'm saying it again. Um, yeah. Cause we, yeah, we want to, we want to do stuff that we like. We want to do stuff that's out of our comfort zone. We want to do stuff that you guys want to hear. So yeah, that's, I that. mean,
1: I would love it if someone just picked a really weird album, hopefully from the nineties.
0: Oh, boy. Yeah. I think it's some to weird, do it. like I don't know. Yeah, maybe maybe not. Well, maybe I'm not guaranteeing we're going to do every suggestion, but <laughs> we probably we probably
1: will. If it's a really weird one, maybe we'll throw in like a 10-minute talk about it in the middle of an episode. <laughs> yeah. We won't do a full deep dive. We'll see. So tonight's main topic because it's my birthday is I chose one of my favorite albums, Seminole album, yeah. Sing the Sorrow by AFI. This one changed my fucking
0: life. <laughs> and I had not heard this album before i um (laughs) deep dived into it it for this episode um i had heard uh one hit song of theirs from another album miss murder um because that got a lot of radio and video play um but i had not um listened to this album prior to that i'm not really sure why but as i've already kind of uh me not listening to a a band, especially around this time, is not a mark on, uh, knock on the band at all. It's just how narrowly focused I was at the time. I was like, oh, they're not on, they're not on. Fueled by Ramen or Epitaph. I don't care. I'm surprised too because all
1: three of the singles from this album were pretty heavy on rotation and like TRL and Fuse and a bunch of other music channels wherever you watch music videos back they in the day. They
0: won a VMA for one of these songs, and now I can't remember which one it was. But they did win their first VMA on this album too. Although yeah. at that point I don't think I was watching videos as much, but
1: what? Know. So this is their sixth studio album. Yep, released March eleventh, two thousand three. Oh, you yeah, got real detailed peak position yeah. on the Billboard album charts five.
0: Ooh, go that's guys! That's Good. I mean, I, I I was actually surprised. So with the sixth studio album, I was actually surprised that this band had been around since like nineteen ninety one. Yeah, so that's intense and. They had some lineup changes prior, but this is this is deep into classic lineup at this point. Like this is the guys that are on this album are all still in the band. So, yeah,
1: I didn't. I mean, maybe I'm missing something. I thought they only had one lineup change where Jade came in on guitar and the previous guitarist left. Can't remember his name right now. That
0: might that that might be right. I just I saw I know I saw that there were like three people that used to be in the band at some point. And but by like 1998, the, the uh, lineup had solidified. So let me
1: go over my history of AFI real quick. If you don't know, AFI stands for a fire inside.
0: Whoa, <laughs> did they ever go by the, the, the full name or were they all always just AFI? It's always been AFI as far okay. as I know. Okay.
1: Um, the band members are Davey Havoc, Jade, Hunter, Adam. All amazing, amazing musicians. Uh, I found AFI on a punk rock music DVD that I had when I was like in high school. The video was for He Who Laughs Last, and that song's off very proud of you. It's a very straightforward punk song, like goth punk, very screamy way back in the day. And the video was basically also an homage to Tarantino's Reservoir Dogs, because it's like, shot on like a crappy camera, and someone's in the trunk, and all of them are wearing suits. Okay. And it plays it out. I fell in love with that album from the start, Hugh Laughs Last, or Very Proud of You. It's so good. Then I picked up Black Sails in the Sunset and Art of Drowning. And that's when Jade got into the band and you could tell the difference because he brought I don't know, it's it became more it slowly transitioned to what you're hearing on Sing the Sorrow from like the straightforward punk. Uh, I was a huge fan, but in 2003, if I released "Sing the Sorrow," and that instantly became they instantly became one of my favorites. Like, I have them tattooed on my arm. I'm a huge, huge fan. I'm excited because they're teasing releasing something soon this year. So that's exciting.
0: We need as much good news as possible in 2021. So AFI, please do it for Danny, <laughs> please for all of us.
1: Let's see. Uh. Let's see. A lot of the shift of sound was due to Jade, and also they joined DreamWorks Records in 2002 for this album. Yep. You got it. You got to. It's not selling out, but you got to change your sound a little.
0: Well, and you you it's got a little I, more melodic. I don't even. I don't even love like the selling out thing because it's like, I mean, in the end, you are working. You're working to be a creative and create stuff, but you are. You gotta you are trying to make money. Like, so if you can make moves to, you know, you want to find that balance, right? Between making moves to make more money and reach a wider audience while not, you know, uh, sacrificing your artistic integrity too much. Just what's, what's the balance, right? Yeah. I do want to
1: go into, I should have seen this band a lot. I've only seen them once and it was after crash love came out. The newer stuff AFI has done has really slowed down. It's almost like when you look at—I'm not a huge Avenged Sevenfold fan, but their first two albums were very metal and hardcore and screams the whole time. Yeah, just like that. AFI stopped screaming as much. They're still melodic. Like this album has a good mixture of melody and scream and anger and angst. But they definitely dropped that in later albums. I still love them. I still love the Blood album was really good. Barrels was really good.
0: Do you think that's? Do you think that's uh,
1: Davey trying to save his voice? No, and this is why I'm going to complain here. They have a hardcore vegan band called Extremists, where it's nothing but screaming. So what the fuck?
0: Okay, yeah. Because I was they... going to say that's one of the things. That, that's one of the. I don't know a lot about Venge Sevenfold, but I know that like part of the reason they did that stylistic shift is because he was like ruining his vocal cords.
1: Yeah. Well, then they also. Anyway.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh god. <laughs> no, but no, then they they have Black Audio, which I love also, which is their industrial. Disco kind of album. They have two of those. It's a side project for Jade and Davey. Okay. Or actually, they have three albums, and it's that's really good too. So they're all over the place. They got all kinds of stuff going on.
0: Oh, see, I didn't even know those two were connected. I've yeah. heard of Black Audio too. I probably from you.
1: But Black Audio is Davey singing and Jade doing all the beats and
0: music. Is it? Does it? Is it black? Isn't it like Black Audio without the C? There's no C. Yeah, it's a Q. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They've been on my favorite lists or year-end lists before, and I'm I'm sure sure, you've heard them there. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: All right. Let's get into these tracks. These tracks Um, of the oh, you got more? Did you? I just. I feel like it's worth mentioning um, that that this album is platinum in the United States and Canada. Um, Hell yeah, Canada. And we don't need to go through all of it, but there the three singles did did chart. you know, on alternative and mainstream rock playlists in the States, in the UK and in Australia. So
1: number seven on the billboard alternative. Yeah. So nice. What's your personal history here?
0: Um, so I'm not like, I I kind of already said this a little bit, but I'm not really familiar with them besides, uh, miss murder. Um, but I did find out through listening to this that I did, um, I did, actually know i did i i shouldn't say i knew but i had heard a couple of these songs before and just didn't realize they were afi um and i'll go into which ones those are as we go through the tracks but um and then actually i don't know if this is the time to say this but this is where i have this in the notes i expected this to be much weirder and artistic than it is like that's just just i think that was what, what like that was what my head canon for afi was i thought they were like weird um like weird in a good way like yeah. and um like ghost ghost is very weird like and that just want to say i'm not using weird as a bad thing but it, the the stuff was like much more catchy and like radio friendly than i expected it to be like in a good way now that's not a dig um yeah. and i'm and it's one of those things where i'm like um i'm actually i'm like bummed that i didn't uh that i didn't get into them you know 17 18 years ago like I should have, so that's my personal history. Boom.
1: <laughs> All right, track one of this great album, Miseria Kentra. I don't know how to Cantera? Cantera. Yeah.
0: yeah. Mm, Anyone neither. know
1: Latin? <laughs> the beginning. Okay. What do you think?
0: Is this inspired by the Terminator theme? <laughs> I can see a little of that. It's got the like, do, 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 do. And it's got like the, I don't know. It just, it, uh, like, I totally, like, I listened to it. Like, the first time I listened to it, I listened to it, like three or four times in a row because I was like, am I making this up? And then I like listened to the Terminator theme like after. And I'm, I, I'm still convinced that uh, like <laughs> Davey was like watching Judgment Day or something when he was writing the song. I mean, that could happen.
1: It's a good dark <laughs> and spooky intro
0: though for the album.
1: Definitely yeah, sets I, the tone for the record.
0: And I, I was thinking it was like an intro track because the intro is really long. And then he and then he st- he starts singing, and I was like, oh, like I didn't even read. I just thought it was like an intro thing, and so I was I was very surprised. Well, it's um, a track. <laughs> I will say um, I was a little worried. Uh, I have Tab has shown me some bands from this era, and I sometimes I've found that like I don't. Um, it's one of those things where I'm like, oh, if I would have heard that when I was 18, I would have loved it. But hearing it in my 30s, it's like doesn't hit me. And because it's not a band I already knew, it's like I, it doesn't hit the nostalgia either. Yeah. Um, and like I was a little worried that I wasn't going to like his vocals. And I didn't like I didn't even like Justin Pierre's vocals the first time I heard them. I like it had to grow on me. Um, but and it, and it grew on me as the like I, I was I wasn't sure if I thought his high vocal was too whiny. Um but then by the end of the album, I was like, nah, I'm just that was just me being overly cautious on the first track. <laughs> um like I can't even listen I can't even listen to um Matchbook Romance anymore because I'm I like when he's singing and I try to sing along, it's just like so pouty whiny, I can't like I can't do it.
1: Have you and ever heard
0: a, old AFI? No, like I've literally only heard this and Miss Murder.
1: Pull up that's your scare, screen share screen spa, Spotify.
0: Okay.
1: I just want to drop in a clip of the first song I heard, so you know, like the drastic difference. The
0: difference, okay. I was, I wanted to get into that when, when I, you know, we're finding out that they're, when I'm finding out that they're, you know, as old as they're, or so much older than I thought, at least. All right. Hit me with it. What's um? What's the the song? song? Yeah. Uh, Are you uh, seeing my Spotify? He who lost he who laughs
1: last go down pretty much to the bottom because this is all their new stuff i do this he who laughs last hey there
0: you go very proud of you Oh, there is no way. Yep, that's it. <laughs> that's like a, that that's like I wouldn't even know that was the same band, right? Told you. If I, if I just heard it, wow, that's cool.
1: Yeah, so that's what their older sound was, which I love. That older sound, I love the new sound. I've watched them evolve.
0: <laughs> yeah, some sometimes with me, sometimes it like I'm totally cool with it, and then some bands I'm like, no, sound exactly like this one album the whole time. Or I'm mad, but yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, that's a perfect example.
1: Uh, Track two time. You ready for track two? Let's go for it. Leaving song, part two. Oh, where's part one? Find out later in the album. Yeah, that's weird. It's like, <laughs>
0: is, is that a Tarantino thing, too, starting from the end? <laughs>
1: uh, I love the guitar build on the beginning of the song. It's one of my favorite songs in the album. I'm really glad it got to be a single because... This song fucking rocks. The group chants to Davies' croon is just in the chorus. Oh, all right, your thoughts.
0: <laughs> um, so this is one of the songs I had already heard before. Um, it is really catchy, and um, you're gonna hear this a lot because I like it basically everywhere they do it. But the group vocals on the chorus, I, like literally every song that they do it on. I'm like, yeah, keep doing that. That's good. Yeah. Like, um, so, um i i I wrote on here i I, i'm not sure how i feel about his high vocals some of the times it hits me weird but (laughs) yeah no but this is a yeah this is a good song i'm here for it track three bleed black
1: the misfit emo kid anthem of this time period i feel like everyone even though this wasn't a single like this is the song people would be like oh have you heard bleed black The plucking intro still gives me chills. I love the song. I mean, I'm I'm gonna say that for almost every song on this album, but
0: that's fine. I mean, I would hope so.
1: Any thoughts on it?
0: Um, yeah. So I wrote again. I like the group vocals on this on the chorus, and I I so the like it feels like call and response to me. I feel like this would be really fun, like if we went and they played it live, like to just to like chant along to the stuff. Yeah, so if they Um, scream, if you listen, we go, listen, listen. Right.
1: Listen, close, pay, bye, pay. All right, sorry. (laughs) No. Uh, Track four, Silver and Cold. For some reason, I know all these albums, but Silver and Cold, because of the title, I always think it's on the next album, December Underground.
0: (laughs) Yeah. This it's was their. No. This is the number one played song. Their number one played song on Spotify, I think, or their number one played song on Spotify from this album. Yeah, that's what I meant. That's what I meant to say.
1: It's got such high energy. The vocal and lyrics really speak to
0: me. I mean, oh, just old. kidding. I made that up. It's a different song. I could have swear that it was though, because I. <laughs> Never mind. Don't <laughs> forget it. <laughs> Are you sure? Are you positive? Um. Yeah. Girls Not Grey is their number one song on this from this album on oh, Spotify. Gotcha. So yeah, this is in their top five school.
1: though. Yeah, this was the third single or second. I don't know which order they came out as singles. No, either.
0: Actually, um. So, I mean, I, go, go ahead. ahead. going to say I really like <laughs> the chorus on this song, um, and it's it cracking me up because, like, b- bands in this time period. Like their pronunciation of vowels to make things rhyme just cracks me up. Like the, <laughs> um, Pronouncing me as may like, you know, <laughs> yeah, um, a lot of a lot of bands do it. And I, I know I, I get it. It just it made me laugh. Um, I don't have a lot of deep notes, but I like it. This one
1: always reminded me of like, you're going to the church of Davey Havoc here. Like your sins into me. <laughs> oh, my beautiful one now. You know, like just the group chants and like it has like,
0: that like swinging a mug at the bar kind of thing. Yeah, like, that. like I it's like a that. shanty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the word. That's the word. It's a goth shanty. Track goth five, shanty. dancing through Sunday. We're gonna make "It's a Goth Shanty" the subtitle of this episode. <laughs> it's a goth shanty. Uh, writing it down. So yeah,
1: <laughs> track five, dancing <laughs> through Sunday. More of a classic style, AFI, a little bit with a faster guitar and singing. I love the bass line in the song. I'm going to say this a lot, though. I think Hunter is an amazing bassist. Like, he's one of the reasons I started playing bass. I appreciate what he does on this album. Like, it's hard to explain. Uh, And I was also a great guy to follow on Instagram. He's just like the coolest guy and posts like the most real shit. So, I want to be his friend.
0: Yeah, no, that, let's make it happen. Uh, he's probably already a listener of this show. Yeah. So, um, you know, reach out to I, Danny. You guys can be friends. You don't You have to come on the show. I just want you to be friends with Danny.
1: I follow him, and I follow Jade. But Hunter posts a lot more, and he seems just more involved in, I don't know, I guess social media than the other members of the band. Yeah. I feel bad. I don't follow Adam at all. I think he's a drummer, but oh failure any what's your thoughts on dancing through sunday son
0: so this song the that little like um the like that little intro piece before you start singing the precoms um, yeah i don't uh i recognize that i don't recognize the rest of the song at all like from pre-research but that i know i've heard and i'm wondering like if it was in like a Tony Hawk game or if it was in like a commercial or something. Like I think
1: this song was actually I Guitar could be wrong, Hero like in NFL. Something? Like an NFL game. Okay. I um, feel like I read that somewhere, but I know they had a song off this album in Madden and it helped them get a lot of exposure. Are you looking up AFI and Madden? I am. Tell me it's the song. Because this would be a good one. Because it's got a lot of fucking energy. Uh, da, da,
0: da, da. Oh, no, it's leaving song part two. Oh. It was, on Madden, it was on Madden 04. Oh, shit. Wild. That seems weird to have an AFI song in Madden. Well, so there was a. So there was a. um, There was a. Matchbook Romance song on one of the Madden soundtracks, like in the really? early. In the early aughts. Yeah. And I was like. What the hell is this? Um oh AFI Summer Shudder is on Madden 07. That's not on this album, but you know, just figured. Oh, and that's also the one that Matchbook Romance Monsters was on. So there you go. Ooh,
1: I love that song. Not to it's get say. Yeah. Uh, I love
0: that album. I need to. Taking back Sunday is on here too, though. Like they, they okay, so they were obviously going for a vibe, because literally okay, so this Uh, This is way off topic, but it's fine. This Madden soundtrack from 2007 has 30 Seconds to Mars, Anti-Flag, Atreyu, uh, Cartel, Dashboard Confessional, Green Day, Hit the Lights, Less Than Jake, Matchbook Romance, Rise Against, Saves the Day, uh, Three Days Grace, and the Three Days Grace doesn't really fit. Uh, Taking Back Sunday, uh, Red Jumpsuit Apparatus, Under Oath. among many others but like they're they're obviously going for like a warp tour vibe of some sort what dashboard professional
1: song would be in math
0: oh yeah i didn't even look uh reason to believe
1: oh okay that's i don't know
0: still weird yeah yep so there it is (laughs) 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 what else uh, um so yeah i i wrote group vocals on chorus uh exclamation point and then um so I love the chorus on this song. I don't like his gruff vocals on the verse.
1: Whoa. I love his gruff vocals. So.
0: <laughs> oh, I should. So since that's the first time I said something and you were like, skirt, uh, pump the brakes. Um, I want to let you know <laughs> that if any, at any point I don't like something on here. um, It's just me. It's not. You're you know, telling to your don't, opinion. Don't be <laughs> don't be upset that I that if I don't like something I are not I, I say that as if there's like a lot of things I don't like. There's actually not. That was actually one of one of the only like um things that I wrote in here that I wasn't really sure about. So
1: Any more thoughts on Dance Through Sunday? Nope. Dancing. Track six, Girls Not Gray. So let me get into this one real quick. It was the first single off the album. It's got a weird ass music video with like an Alice in Wonderland vibe. You got this giant rabbit and this girl that's plastic doll getting chased and going in like inside Davey and they're playing in a alleyway. Like I I do like this song. There's not a song on the album I don't like, but this is like my least favorite track on the album. Really? I hate that. I hate that when it happens when it's like the single. Yeah. I mean, I I do like the song. I just it's my least favorite of the whole album.
0: Mm. All right, i, no, I like it. I of the what follows like i love that that's <laughs> um that's actually all i wrote i wrote what follows in all caps like
1: you should watch the music like, video mm-hmm. it's real I, weird so
0: you saying that makes me think like from now on when we do deep dives and we know that there's music videos for things especially obviously if we're going we're doing something back in time when music videos were a little bit more relevant than they are now we like we need that needs to be part of our research because i think oh, that's yeah. i was doing, like, doing this. stuff like <laughs> so um because yeah i haven't seen any of these music. i will probably watch them now so but because especially that one it sounds wild
1: the leaving song part two when you watch that video it's basically like any straight edge hardcore show you ever went to they're like on a stage and they're all dressed up fancy and everyone's got x's on their hands and like there's like 10 kids doing like swing kicks in the air in the crowd like it just looks like everything you've seen from a hardcore show. Ah, oh, boy. I know, right? Uh, track seven Death of a Seasons. Death of Seasons, not Death of a. Oh, this one. Oh, that sick fucking bass line. Hunter. Like, did you hear that bass line? Did you feel that bass line inside your belly button? In my belly button. <laughs> and with so much emotion and the screams in the song. This is one of my favorite tracks in the album. I watched the stars fall from the sky. Oh, this like it's got that electronic industrial breakdown in the middle.
0: Yeah, know? I actually wrote. I was just surprised by the industrial part in the middle of the song. It like, like, I was expecting it. It gives you like a sense of dread, but also hope. About shaping the
1: world. No, no, I just really yeah, love this song. That's
0: exactly what I felt. While I was listening. to <laughs> it, took words out my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> So I this is this is a spot where I had a very um, interesting thought when I, and I thought it as soon as I heard it and um, I don't know how you're gonna feel about it.
1: Go ahead. You didn't like the song.
0: No, 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 no. Um. So, uh, when you are goofing around, yeah, and singing along to a song. Sometimes you add screaming to it. What? (laughs)
1: Yeah, I know.
0: And I don't know if it's a conscious thing, but when I heard this guy, him screaming in this song, and I think one or two other songs later in the album, I was like, that's Danny's scream. That's like very, like, (laughs) almost exactly the same as Danny's scream. Um, And it made, it gave me some warm feelings because I was like, it's very specific. Like, if we um say like you and i grew apart and i didn't see you for like 30 years after this yeah and then they did like a this is your life party for me when i'm like a billion years old and you're behind a curtain and you just do your screen voice your screen (laughs) vocals i'd be like oh my god it's danny bring him out here like it's just you know it's a thing so i heard that and i was like i wonder if i wonder if that's why he's why he does it like that because he because he's a big fan of afi like or maybe this it's song, just a coincidence. No, the song
1: know. very much... Influ- like I said, influenced me. I learned how to play bass because of this album.
0: Oh, okay. Well, simply Queen okay. 2. And the the this,
1: bass is lines. See, this is all the singing where I get from like my screams, too. So yeah. yeah, I'm very influenced by this album a lot.
0: Also, how do we make it to a billion years? What's I don't know. Secret? I'm hoping the technology will get there. <laughs> I want to be behind a curtain all... a billion years from we'll, now we'll, screaming. We'll both be conscious... Uh, consciousness is inside of robots at that point and
1: I can still scream with this emotion oh shit
0: yeah although <laughs> it'll probably just be a recording from when you were younger screaming because yeah. um,
1: fair, fair enough
0: it's like it's gonna be like deep fake technology where they're able to like you know that they, you they'll show you like this video of Ronald Reagan like sitting as at, at the president desk like saying stuff and he didn't like say any of that stuff but they were able to like piece it together make it seem like he did that's if they like ever want to
1: record my voice to put in a robot i'm just going to scream everything
0: so my robot just walks around screaming at people well i'm hoping that i'll know <laughs> the people that are like making the robots and i can just like submit all of these like hours and hours and hours <laughs> of Podcast. podcasts that we've been on um uh to to although that so then you know that'll be is that our our robots will be like like and i like and i like 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 um um uh um um like because you know when you're trying to (laughs) talk into a microphone you automatically do all that stuff um (laughs) you
1: just did um yeah
0: no yeah uh so i i did write though i said his screen for me as someone who doesn't really love a lot of screaming i said i like his scream for supplemental screaming but not when it's like the lead vocal itself, but I don't really like anyone screaming for that. So that's, that's just me. There's um, no
1: band that you love the screaming, just straight up screaming.
0: You do well, have a like, favorite
1: screamer. How about that? Perfect
0: example. Like my favorite under oath album is the one where they're a, a great deal of it and they don't s- scream as much. Yeah. Cause I'm like, Oh, that's better. Um, like one of my favorite hardcore bands, no bragging rights is a, lot of hardcore band where Mike is like screaming the verse, but then singing the chorus. Like I need, I need some like actual singing in my music for it, like to, to hit me or it can be like instrumental star Wars music. It doesn't need to have singing, but like screaming by itself doesn't usually um, work for me on its own. So, but I do like it. It has its place. Um, but I usually I like don't a like, it scream, like a
1: good scream, like a scream song or, you know, um, I think, like, when it comes to hardcore, but i I want to be able to understand the lyrics, you know, yeah. like I like the yeah, bands definitely. like the Bled or Norma Jean, some of it. I can't listen to bands like Jab for a Cowboy, where it's just like whoa, 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 but you know like deep growls or I can't understand i don't I don't want to read your linear notes, know what you're saying, I want to hear it, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, I, and I definitely obviously can get more into screaming if I can understand um like yeah. and, and like punk yelling is different, right, yeah, um. You know, it's a different quality that I can do. Um, uh, What else did I write here? Um, Oh, I did really like all the screaming at the end, though. That was cool. Of the song? Yeah. Yeah. All right, so track eight,
1: The Great Disappointments. Again, fucking so many sexy bass lines in this damn song. (laughs) Like I feel like the next time you listen to this, you'll be like listening for the bass lines, you'll be like, "Oh, oh yeah, no, totally. Oh, yeah. the weeping guitars over the bass lines, and how can you not sing along with this chorus? I was wasting away,, Ugh, so good.
0: thoughts um, so yeah, same. uh, the one thing I will add is I really liked like the gradual intro, yeah. Like I like that on songs and I thought they did it really well here with the like the screamy guitars and stuff. I I, I thought that sounded really good. So and yeah, the core there's really like I think the choruses are catchy on
1: almost know, every song.
0: Almost every song. Which kind of saves me because sometimes they get a little lost in the verses because the lyrics are so like I don't know, what are you talking about? Like <laughs> I was telling you at the very beginning, and I don't know if I Said this in the cold open or not, so it might be a re- repeat. But I was expecting this band to be more artistic and weird than it is, and I realized the music's not really weird, the lyrics are weird, yeah. um, but not in a bad way, just in a like I was listening and reading the lyrics while I was listening, and I was like, okay, so I'm reading this, and I still can't really like I'm literally reading these, trying to put together like maybe like what the song's about, and most of them. I can't can't wrap my head around it, but that's, you know, i obviously, I think that's something that would come with time, but like, you know,
1: not always. So let's, are you done with this track? Yeah,
0: go ahead. Yeah. yeah.
1: track nine paper airplanes, makeshift wings. I think the lyrics are the weirdest fucking lyrics lyrics (laughs) on this album. It's, I don't, I have no idea what they're getting at with it. And I also think the song's kind of bland for the first half, but then it has like a breakdown in the middle and then it becomes like this amazing song at the last half of the album or the last half of the song. Like it's a slow breakdown with layered vocals and then powerful back into the shit. Like it's becomes a jam. It starts very weird and kind of vanilla for them. I don't know. What's your thoughts on this? But I mean so have... you say that because this is the song that I think the lyrics are my least favorite.
0: Yeah, I so I obviously was confused. This is I don't know why, but this is the only song that I didn't I don't have any notes underneath the, the track. Um I don't know. I'm looking at the lyrics again and yeah, it it's doesn't about fame it looks like. But Dancing you know, in like, the Rain of Descending Ash.
1: Raise high monolithic statues, so fragile as they fall, I am ever enthralled. And then like the prehorses as waves of plastic fame go out of fashion. You're going out. You're going out forever unknown. Oh, yeah. That's my thoughts on this song. I don't. Maybe I need to be high. <laughs> I wasn't high when I listened to this. I have been before, but not this
0: time. Hmm. <laughs> All right. The cellular... maybe some like really big AFI fan listen to this like someone like you and be like, "This guy, this guy's an idiot." Like, <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: The celluloid dream. This might be my favorite track on the album. It's funny cuz you said the last half of the album you weren't a fan of. I know of. you were like, "Oh, no." <laughs> but this song. Oh, it's got some of my favorite guitar sounds on the whole track or whole album. I just love it.
0: Twist it up.
1: <laughs> Any thoughts on this one? I'm trying to
0: I'm trying to remember what I wrote I wrote like some I I wrote shorthand to like remind me, um, like what some shorthand to remind because I kind of have like the same notes, some of the a lot of the same notes on every song, um, and I and I had some shorthand to like remind me like which song it was specifically, and I wrote cinematic cinematic, and now I can't remember, and I I thought at the time I was like oh I'll remember exactly like what what melody that is, and now I can now. Uh, on the spot, I can't remember. So the
1: the pre-chorus is like, just like romantic versus just like joyous and twisted. And then the chorus is like, uh, cinematic bathing, I don't know. It's hard to explain, because I can't hear the song right now. I just know the song. But I love this song.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, my I'm falling apart here in towards the end we're almost
1: done <laughs> you only got a few more tracks speaking of track 11 the leaving song the prequel to track two pretty tricky kids <laughs> i do love the lyrics on this track i like the like i don't know if it's pre-chorus or chorus when it's all like all the cracks lead right to me all the cracks like break right through me over and over
0: This one kind of stands out because I feel like it's like a different it's different. Like it's uh, it's slow. It's slow and like not I don't want to say twangy, but I can't think (laughs) of a better word. Like it's you know, it's
1: this was the country breakout.
0: Yeah. 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 This is a this is also a a prequel to, um, you know, folklore. So
1: all the cracks (laughs) they lead right to me. All the cracks. They lead to my
0: dog in my truck. (laughs) Yeah. track 12 but home is nowhere so is there a is there a reason why they why those songs are out of order the leaving and the leaving part two do you I know? have
1: no idea okay. Just them being creative
0: Their maybe artists Josh the the leaving song. You said that to me yeah <laughs> they're artists
1: uh this is a good one for scream so you probably hate it <laughs> uh
0: I love the gang chorus on this one.
1: Yeah, the gang. Uh, but I love the gut-wrenching growl when he screams at the end of each. Uh, I remain alone.
0: No, I, I thought it was okay. Like I said, okay, supplemental good. screaming is cool. I just, you know, when we go like several sentences and you're s- screaming the whole time, that's when I'm like, I'm starting to like, <laughs> oh, I don't know how I feel about it. And actually, I should say in the one song that I wrote that, he 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 screams for like two sentences and then he starts singing. He like he does. I think he knows he knows that he's like, Josh, is. Josh, isn't gonna, and in, thir- in 17 years, Josh isn't going to like this. So I'm going to like not do too much. I'm just going to do like a couple here, a couple there. And then, you know, yeah, no. So it wasn't wasn't too bad. But no, I, I like like I said, I like supp- supplemental screaming. Um, when when this um, so on Spotify. It's like separate tracks, but when this came out, was this was. But home is nowhere and the spoken word and this time imperfect all on one track when it was on a CD or an album. I don't even know right now.
1: I feel like this time is per this time imperfect was the hidden track.
0: Well yeah, so the spoken word and the time this time imperfect are like all part of the same thing, but it seemed to me like based on Wikipedia that it was like all on one with but home is nowhere. I believe so.
1: Man, I could be wrong. That's okay. I could go downstairs and actually grab the album. I should have done that actually, but (sighs) disappointing. It's all good. So this time imperfect got that soft spooky piano, and the spoken word poem you love so much because you understand the lyrics.
0: (laughs) No, so no, I was reading them because I was like, okay, so it was going right, and the the first time or the first second time I heard it, I was like not the whole you can hear you can hear some of it pretty clearly at that towards the end yeah um but like the first several lines of that poem i was like is someone talking or is it just like mumble mumbo jumbo like i can't tell and then and then you can tell that it's actual words so then when i was doing my like listen through with the lyrics in front of me i was like okay this is like a whole thing and yeah and i was like oh this is like really really like wonderfully written but at the same time I'm like what is he talking <laughs> about oh my god like I and I want to know because it's like it seems so important you know <laughs> and the grandiose language that's used in in the poem like is is wild They're but it makes the- sense too because it's like a lead up to this actually like one of the best songs on the album I feel like like I love This the this time of perfect like it's it's yeah the the last
1: hidden track is amazing yeah wonderful in this album
0: it's got like a really awesome melody in the chorus like there are no flowers
1: no not this time there'll be no
0: angels gracing
1: the lines
0: (laughs) yeah I get pretty into it you're kind of like singing it like it's this musical
1: like uh, like (laughs) could be a musical it could be never know I mean this this album's a ten for me 11 it's an 11 for me i turned it up to 11 no, no skips no skips okay girls not gray is the only one that i would consider skipping but then it's still a jam so man
0: so we what was your overall question impression? we need to huh? start asking that we need to start asking that question too when we do these as uh any skips like
1: well with outcast the only skips i really had was the
0: interludes the yeah, millions of you're like yes uh yes i would like to uh i would like to note 10 skips please all the interludes um this album i think uh is much better than i thought it was going to be um and i didn't necessarily think it was going to be bad i just thought it was going to be like not for me like and no i actually really like this i i actually already so i have a playlist on my spotify that's called definitive and it's literally just like um every like punk derivative thing like music that I know so like it just it has everything in it from um, you know yellow card to like kill switch engage like if I know a song and your band could have played it like warp tour or riot fest it's on there so that way you could just like put it on and play it forever and it's all just like sweet bangers that I know and I have already added this album in so to join its sister, Miss Murder.
1: Miss Murder. Hey, you got any weekly recommendations, Joshua? <laughs> <laughs> on our next
0: segment, the weekly rewind. <laughs> oh, so Danny, like, do you have... Oh, yeah. Hold on. So before we even do that, and I'm not even going to cut this out because this is life. Um, <laughs> this is life, dudes. So obviously you got my like my ending statement. Like, yes, I, I like this album. And, you know, and I will give, I think I will give more AFI a try based on on my experience with this album. I'll be looking for some recommendations from you off mic later or off recording. Um, But, like, do you have anything you want to bookend this uh, AFI, Sing the Sorrows, Birthday Week, seminal album for Danny? I realize. Am I pointing at the? Yeah, no, I'm pointing towards the camera. Um, and like anything that you wanna, any final thoughts on this?
1: I mean, I've gushed over it. I love every musician on this album. I think everyone brings it to the table. The the drumming by Adam is amazing. I Hunter's bass lines are epic. Jade's so creative with guitar and electronic sounds, and then Davey singing. That's why this is like, I can't give it a number number but it's in my top five albums
0: of all time okay there you go so one last question about this before we do the rewind okay is afi the kind of band that does um anniversary tours where they like play just the album or like just the album and then other assorted hits i don't think they're because, band tours enough okay
1: because i i've been a fan forever I've missed maybe twice the chance to see them and I got to see
0: them once I feel like they need to two or more <laughs> okay because as I say we should obviously like we're coming up on 20 the 20th anniversary in a couple years like three years so or two years I guess now technically so um you know we could I would love to do that do that should um and hopefully, Pete Wentz gets over his aversion to those kind of tours, and they do a Take This to Your Grave 20th anniversary that year, too. <laughs> anyway, okay, now the Weekly
1: Rewind. Which is funny. Know? Me and Josh actually picked a song together that we didn't know that each didn't other know was going to pick. Yeah. What was it, Josh? Uh,
0: so <laughs> as uh, as I always say, um, I mentioned my release radar, because that's where I hear... Any new music? If I didn't like read about it somewhere else, but, um, and I like enough music from this artist that he shows up. Um, I don't really like him as a person per se. Um, although at the same time, I'm like he's young. I, if I was young, I might be stupid too. So, but um, anyone by Justin Bieber came on my release radar this week, and I gave it a listen, and I was like. Yeah. Oh my God, this is a really good song. It really is. <laughs> and he, so he's someone like, there was a headline a couple, you remember a couple years ago, he made that album that was like, he would release like a song at a time over a, and it was over like a stretch of time. He released like a song at a time and then it was like, here's the album after like 12 weeks or whatever it was. And I remember there was a, there was a review and this was like, at like peak, Bieber being an asshole, like in various places, um, he was like in the news for doing stupid stuff, and um, the they they wrote the review article said the Justin Bieber makes a great R and B album despite himself, and that's what I like. It's kind of funny because he like. I feel like you can tell when he puts effort in, he makes good pop music. Yeah. And then sometimes he's just like, I'm just going to say yummy, yummy a bunch over this beat. And it's going to be a single, which yeah. is basically what his, la- like one of his last singles was. So when I, when it came up on my release radar, I was like, this is going to be garbage. Cause he hasn't really put out a good song in a bit. And then it was, it's just, it's so good. Yeah. It's, like, this will probably make it to the end of the year.
1: I did not like how much I liked this song.
0: Yeah, I didn't either. I was kind of uncomfortable. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah.
0: So, any other almost songs? almost good as Baby. Ew. I never, <laughs> I'm just I never liked it. I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he did, like... I was trying I to like, find I it. I did, like, Sorry. That song, Sorry.
1: That might be it. There was one other song by him that I really liked, and I cannot remember the name no. of
0: it. No, you know what song that you and I both really liked of his is that I Need You. <gasps> That's it! Yeah, I couldn't find it on an album, but yeah. it's because it's it's like a collaboration with some other artist. I'll I'll uh, I'll send you a link to it because I, I know exactly what song it is. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the only other thing I have on here is um, our buddies, uh, the injured list. Nathan, who was on our uh, third episode, they had their um, third B-Sides compilation that he what had teased when he was on before that came out on December 30th. So that's out. Uh, followed out besides part three
1: is it good is,
0: um i haven't listened to it all the way through but the stuff i have listened to is really good there's this um there's a like a reworked version of visit my grave that has like he like layered a bunch of his vocals over it and it's it's like really weird but like in the best way it's Ooh. it's really cool um so but I, I so since I've started listening to Injured List more and like listening to their B side stuff for our, that episode, we like I haven't heard an Injured List song that I didn't like. God, you so. missed
1: the boat back in the day when I, I got know. to see him so many
0: times. <laughs> Dude, I would see I would see him on campus like all the time. We had a lot of mutual friends, and then like also, you know, there were several shows that you guys played with them, or there would be like just something else going on. I remember that one time that we'll book that show with you guys on it. That was like in like the student center. Like they played on that too. Yeah. Like, and I remember that played. one. We have those, those, those videos that are still on YouTube of like the, the show, like from above. It's like, weird, I remember
1: that. Weird yeah.
0: Angle. But yeah, I won't, uh, if people really want to find those, they'll have to figure it out. I won't, I won't.
1: Uh, What's embarrassing about that show is I got called pockets because it was the first time it was the first show that I wasn't playing bass on. They had me playing keyboard because yeah keyboard parts and I was playing them and singing. And I didn't know what to do with my hands when I wasn't. So they were in my pockets. And then in the video you could see it just looks really weird. Until I actually had to play the piano. My hands are just like in my pockets. Anyways.
0: I'm sure that even with your hands in your pockets you still had more stage presence than um Yeah. You know some other bands. Than than, than someone anybody else with their hands in their pockets. <laughs> All right. I or have people without their, to hands
1: recommend. In their pockets. So.
0: Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. So,
1: New Year's Eve, Andrew McMahon in the Wilderness dropped a song called New Year's Song. I really but, liked it.
0: Why wasn't that in my release radar?
1: I don't know, but it's, it's good. Um, you Me at Six's new song, Adrenaline's Fun. And then I really like Messer Chups. They're not really a band you dig, but they're like surf rock horror music. I
0: know what Messer Chups is. Oh, I know cool. that. Those putty. No, I know them because of you. Oh, because we, they we, have we a put song them on like cha, cha, Halloween cha
1: in the dark. Yeah,
0: yeah, no, I I, usually. I I heard that one. Uh, it was uh, that was on my they they show up on my release radar all the time, which is hilarious to me because I don't really listen to them other than when they show up on there. But I, <laughs> I put a the... couple of their songs on a playlist a couple of years ago, and they they've gone wild since then. So the the
1: most exciting part about that song being out is it's because they're releasing a best of Messer Chops. Message oh. and I want I want to get that on vinyl. It's just like awesome Halloween surf rock music.
0: Aren't they like Russian or something? Did I make yeah, that I up? I believe
1: so. Okay. No. So yeah, check out those songs. Sorry, and albums. <laughs> I burped into the mic. It's that Taco Bell I had before. I'm
0: leaving that in. I'm leaving it in. It's
1: fine. I was drinking
0: water to try to.
1: Counterreact the cherry Pepsi I drank. Do you know what's in cherry Pepsi? Let's have serious talk. In
0: years. What's in <laughs> cherry Pepsi? Please tell me.
1: Very seriously. Um, I can't I remember know. if it's otter. I think it's otter anal gland juice. I could be wrong about otters. It's something like that to give it that cherry flavor.
0: So okay. No, so that's not, I've heard that before, but I thought it was raspberry, and I thought it was beavers.
1: It's beavers, you're right, and it's not raspberries, it's...
0: <laughs> it's cherry. Wild. Well, whatever. I've well, uh, I've had some cherry Pepsis in my time, and uh, I've been okay, so...
1: I mean, I know it's beaver butt juice, but I still drink it.
0: Beaver butt juice. <laughs> <laughs> cherry who's
1: Pepsi the, beaver
0: butt who's juice. Who's the person, like, harvesting that? I had that same question. Who was like, you know what? Make this pop hey, taste good. <laughs> hey, what do you do for a living? Uh, I harvest anal, anal leakage, leakage from beavers to for flavoring of sodas.
1: You wouldn't believe the other animals I leaked <laughs> to try to get a good juice.
0: That guy just goes to parties and tells people he's an accountant because no one asks questions about <laughs> yeah. that. You don't want to know what I do. Do you have any what the fuck songs? Um, not really. No. I, I did have some weird stuff show up in my thing, but I don't know. Nope. I do.
1: For someone who recently, this past like year, I've kind of fallen into, a, oh, I like Foo Fighters quite a bit. Like really? I've, never, I've never not liked them, but lately I've been craving Foo Fighters. And the newest single I am not a fan of that mm-hmm. came out Friday. That's all. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying what's, I'm not a fan of it. What's the name? Of the new Foo Fighters song? yes they came out with shame shame that was a while ago oh the new song is called no son of mine and i was not a not a lover
0: okay i'll have to check it out and let you know if i also hate it
1: (laughs) what are we doing next week do we even have a plan yet
0: we don't we should talk about that off air (laughs) (laughs) well we'll don't worry we'll have an awesome episode (laughs) don't you worry listener it's gonna be awesome and we great. had this
1: planned all along. I think I do know what we're doing next week. We're talking about music. No, I, I think we're talking about a movie that is about music.
0: Oh God, yeah, I totally forgotten. We do have a <laughs> plan for next week. Holy shit! Should we say um, it
1: <laughs> or surprise people?
0: That's a good question. Um, yeah, no, we can we can tell people.
1: <laughs> so next week we're going to spice up our lives with the spice world movie spice oh, girls God, movie, spice like world.
0: and you know so i feel like that should in a way also because it's like spice world was a movie and an album
1: yeah like
0: you just do the album too um
1: is every song in the movie
0: i'm pretty sure <laughs> uh, it's if not, not gonna be
1: a deep dive but it's gonna be a review i guess i don't know
0: We'll see. Not we'll see how it goes. A... My, we're guaranteeing a movie review. We're not guaranteeing an album deep dive. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. So that's so many our plan. so many questions. But ne- next week will definitely be spicy, regardless of what happens.
1: <laughs> I love that we're going from AFI sing the sorrow to Spice World.
0: That's I want that to be like I want that to be every transition from week to week, just something <laughs> completely different from the week before. So. Word. All um, right. Yeah. So. Uh, Just as a reminder, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at B underscore side pod. And I don't think I said it earlier. Maybe I did. God, I can't remember. It doesn't matter. Um, The uh, our intro song is uh, writer's block by former critics. Check them out uh, on Bandcamp. Former critics. Um, You got anything you want to add to the end here? Nope. No. Other okay. than
1: happy birthday to me.
0: Yeah. Happy birthday to you. Yeah. Um, I, I it's, it's so wild that you're turning 30 this year. Yes. Uh,
1: just 30. I made it. <laughs> turning 37, man. I'm old. I wasn't
0: going to, Hey, I wasn't going to tell him.
1: I don't mind 37.
0: Hey, it's got a you know sexy
1: what? ting to it. 37.
0: Yeah, sure.
1: <laughs> or <laughs> I mean, I'm, not that,
0: I'm not that far off. It's, um, and, uh, if forty is the new thirty is what I've heard, um, then that means that you're only like twenty seven. So Yeah.
1: So I, I don't feel thirty seven.
0: I still feel like I'm in my twenties. Yeah, well yeah, that's that's what that's how it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's my wrestling t shirt and my Star Wars uh stuff on the wall I just, here. So. I mean
1: like the energy, like looking back on my parents at this age, like they were always tired and like I I sing and dance and jump around like a child still. Boomers, i think it's probably the beaver anal gland
0: juice could be you've had so many cherry pepsis it keeps um, me strong <laughs> keeps you going keeps the clock ticking actually no it holds back the hands of time it keeps you young if you could. all right the fountain of fountain of youth is is beaver anal glands <laughs> this episode's awesome <laughs> it's a it's a goth shanty
1: goth shanty with beaver anal glands
0: sweet baby jesus (laughs) and thank you for listening we'll catch you guys next week
1: bye